the Bet MLS podcast with Dero and Oso. Ben, you had a good week last week. Three out of four. Yeah. Uh, three out of four. Uh, of course, I missed uh, the the big bet, but yep. you know, I'll, you know, I think I was up near near two units. I actually got better numbers uh, at, when I placed my uh, bets uh, nice. than what we actually yeah. on the podcast. I, all all three of them were better numbers than uh than what we said on the podcast. So it really worked out well for me. And yeah, you know, I just maybe wish I had put a whole, you know, in Minnesota instead of just a half. Well, you, you're, we know you're back on track when you're hitting your underdogs. Driussi, I mean, he has cashed bets for us all year. The MVP, probably. Uh, so nice. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Nice weekend for you. Um, I got LAFC was a pretty, pretty easy one, straightforward. Um, but uh, man, the, the draw in Red Bulls Austin, I, Looking back on it, knowing Red Bulls are a really high pressing team and Austin struggles against the press, probably should have seen that one coming and just taken Red Bulls. But, you know, we, we, we move on, Ben. Uh, now, you did get a win last week, fading Charlotte uh, with both teams to score. No, this week you're taking him to win. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I'm betting against, betting against a team who's been on a pretty long and beaten run here. But look, <laughs> yeah. if we look at the numbers, um, look at the expected goals. Uh, they're pretty even, I would say. Um, not, I would say. That's what the numbers say. That they've been pretty even since since the return uh, after the break. And look, we know Charlotte is a great home team, great home yep. team. Yep. Seven of ten wins, uh, and you're giving me plus one forty. I understand why it's plus one forty, but look, they've won seven of ten. So yeah, let's go plus one forty. Let's just take it and run. A home team that has a good record at home with plus money, typically in MLS, is kind of the recipe for success. The only thing that scares me about this bet is he still got Cucho Hernandez, who didn't cash last week, but he murdered them a couple weeks ago. Uh, you know, he, he I, I know he had one goal. I think he might have had two in that, that, you know, they beat him 2-0 a couple weeks ago. I was looking at the over for this game, potentially. I really do like uh the idea that there's going to be a lot of goals in this one, but I'm not taking Columbus over again. I've gotten burned two weeks in a row, so I am just not touching a Columbus game, but, uh, but yeah, I like that number. Um, Then, you know, admittedly, I'm on a little bit of a slump right now. I, I started started so hot, uh, been on a little bit of a slump. Things aren't going my way. I know you hate when I do this and it's a little bit against the, the, you're shaking your head, but I'm adding in a little bit of a uh, of a little bit of a prop to my money line favorite. Basically, is what you're saying is that you're about to cheat. I'm about to saying. cheat a little bit, but I need to get back on track. And I will say, so the the the, the play is Philadelphia over Houston and over one and a half goals being scored. It's even money. Philadelphia even minus one forty. It's a little bit too juiced for for us to touch. But why is Philadelphia? Like what's going on here? I looked on their website. Maybe there was injuries, et cetera. No, they're now. Okay. Who knows? Last week I bet the over with new England and then Gustavo bow and, and Barrera just don't show up um, randomly. There's no, you know, their top two players don't show up anyways. Um, Got to love MLS injury reports, but um, the, the Philadelphia website says there's no injuries to Philadelphia. Um, why are they not bigger money at home against Houston? This is a, it almost is creepy to me. Um, it worries me a little bit, but I mean, Houston has allowed multiple goals in like six, six of their last seven games. So I don't see this one being one nil, which is why I feel comfortable getting it down to even money by taking Philadelphia um, and over one and a half goals. I mean, the, un- the union, they've won, <laughs> what do I have to say here? They've won four in a row. They're unbeaten at home this year. 
they had that stretch where they had a little, a few too many draws, but uh, they've turned those draws into wins. Um, they are both grinding out results and getting them. Maybe the underlying numbers are a little bit, the results are a little bit flattering to the underlying numbers, which is why perhaps that um, this number isn't a little bit wider and it's not more like minus 200. Uh, but Ache Ache, he started the last two games to the Dynamo. It hasn't really made an impact on the team. They haven't been anything way better. I know they beat San Jose, but they didn't deserve to win that game. That was a lucky win. Um, so, yeah, the, the play for me is going to be uh, the money line favorite is going to be uh, Philadelphia and over one and a half goals. I like the union in this one. Can, can you think of why they're not a, a bigger favorite? Bigger than minus 155? Well, I see it minus 140 on, on, on the book I'm looking at. I love it. I mean, they, yeah, they should be 200. Uh, I think we can it. But the books have never liked Philly for some reason. They don't treat them like, like NYC, they treat like by far yeah. the best team. NYC and LA and LAFC are the two teams they treat as by far the best teams in the league. They get those kind of lines and Philly just doesn't. They just don't trust them, I guess. I don't know. It's it's strange. And, and so I'm going to go ahead and take it. I like fading the Dynamo on the road. Generally, I've been hit or miss with it this year, um, but that is going to be uh, my favorite of the week. I'm going to go ahead and kick us off for the next one, our underdog. So I am going to take uh, the play on this one is going to be Toronto FC. Now I'm looking at this number and, you know, I know you have a little bit of a play on this later. This jumped off the screen at me, Toronto FC plus 400. What are we doing here? Like this is basically saying the Toronto FC team of May, which you can't look at anything past last week. Now, maybe this is me overreacting to their results at home. I know they yeah, lost. I mean, it's just one game, and they just lost also on Tuesday. But I yeah. know they lost to Vancouver, obviously, in the Canadian Championship. But the thing that's going through my head is, okay, they can't rest players. Bob Bradley cannot afford to rest players at this point. Because if you're Toronto FC, all you care about is getting in the playoffs. You don't, you don't care what seed you are. You just need to get in the playoffs. But they are six points out of a playoff spot right now with, like, 12 games left. They can't afford to play a backup lineup in any single game right now. They, they need the points. So I just don't see them not starting Insigne, Bernadeschi, et cetera, uh, on, on Saturday. And new, this is priced as if New England has been a very good team over the last few months. And the, 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 you know, the fact of the matter is they haven't. They've won one out of their last seven games. So I'm doing the half unit on double chance, which is coming in at plus 135 half unit on uh, the plus 400 money line, um, you know, New England. Okay. The, the number is skewed from that crazy game where they had the six expected goals against the NYCFC, but they yeah. haven't won like an expected goals battle significantly. It's either been pretty close or a loss in like two months. They're not, you know, we'll see what kind of lineup they play on Saturday. I know they have their new DP forward who played a few minutes, but again, I just, I think this is priced plus 400 like plus 400 I can get double chance at pretty good plus money against a team that's won one out of their last five games like or sorry one of their last six games they've won in five games so I'm gonna go ahead and take this I think this is a nice a nice spot here I think um TFC should probably be more like plus 300 with with New England at like even money or or, or something like that I think this is overpriced um kind of feeling the same way on that one I, I agree with all your points there we go. There's nothing else for me to say. That makes for a great podcast when both people just completely agree with each other. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to go down to Dallas now. And um, I don't, I don't ever like, you know, I, I, 
betting against Dallas is something I try to avoid at times. Uh, this is a big game for both teams. This is probably two teams fighting for a playoff spot. I think one of these teams will make the playoffs and one of them won't. Um, so this is a, Oh, I wasn't even going there with this. Okay. This is a huge game for both teams. Uh, and, and this is going to be your underdog this week. And I, I actually like this pick. Look, uh, yeah. I mean, it's not some betting against Dallas at home is not, not something game. I typically do. But if you look at their record at home, especially recently, it's very bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of surprising. Look, it's obviously what's the temperature there? Well, you're in Chicago today, but maybe 110. But it's gonna be 110. <laughs> nice. Okay. So, look, I mean, okay. you would think that you know in the past it has that has been something that has benefited Dallas, but that has you know Not typically you know in March, April, May is when Dallas you can get Dallas at home, and then in the summer you can't but that has not been the case this year. So look, if we look at the numbers, uh, LA has been, they're expected goals numbers are crazy. Uh, yeah. They've been, yeah. they've been over the last month and a half, they've been, you know, they have them as, you know, the second best team in the league, which, you know, if you look at the results, if you look at the eye test, maybe that doesn't match, but at some point, something's got to happen where they get a little bit closer together than what we're currently seeing. Um, so I'm going with LA on the road in Dallas. Uh, and you look, if we look at the number, it's plus 220. We're going to pull, put a whole unit on that one. And look, Chicharito's got to break out of this. At some point, Vanny's been playing around with different things. He's been playing with two forwards, and, but that, he hasn't really gone with that uh, the last couple of games. Playing with two forwards, we've been playing with, you know, you know 4-3-3. Three, three. Uh, I think he's going to figure it out this week in, in Dallas. And maybe Yovelis, the future of the Galaxy, uh, will uh, will get another goal here if, if Chicharito does not. Yeah, so I'm going to transition straight from that into my play here, which is also on the same game. And I'm taking the over two and a half goals in this one coming in at minus 125, which overs haven't been great at Toyota Stadium this year. But again, I do think that the Galaxy are going to hit Dallas probably for a couple goals. And here's the reason. Dallas's outside backs are the weakness of the team. They're, they're terrible. Yep. Tomasi puts, goes way too far up the field. I do like Farfan. I think he's a nice player. Um, he, he's been pretty solid. But what they struggle with is speed and getting hit on the counterattack, getting too far up the field, putting in bad tackles. Well, the Galaxy and mainly if you've watched them, which I've watched each of their games over the last three weeks, you can see that Douglas Costa is starting to get healthy and he's starting to get into form and he's come close a few times. You're, you're, you're squinting, but I'm telling you, I've wa- I watched this guy at Juve. I know when he's kind of getting into form, I've seen him a lot and he is, he is starting to get into Watch form. this guy at Juve. Wow. Look at okay. you. I saw, I was almost, I almost pulled the trigger for him on my goal scoring bet this week. Uh, it's like, wow. plus, it's like, Do you even plus have any goals this year? What is it? One like goal plus goal? 360. Okay. Um, <laughs> but their wingers, I think, are going to give Dallas a ton of trouble with the speed they have on the wings. Their wingers struggle to finish, uh, but Grand Seer, Ravellison, uh, Costa, they've got depth on well, the Ravellison's the center mid, so we're not going there with that. They move, they move them outside sometimes. But anyways, uh, they have speed on the wings. And uh, Cabral, too, which, you know, I know he moves centrally also, but they have a lot of speed. Dallas, I don't see getting shut out at home. The, the L.A. defense isn't anything to write home about. They've, they've got, you know, they, they've got some weaknesses on the back line that I think Dallas can exploit. And I see this one actually being a lot of goals as long as the Heat doesn't make it a, a slow pace to the game, which is a slight worry on my part. But I think that 
the Galaxy are going to get a, at least one goal here. I think they're going to get two. I think this one could be a 2-2 game, could be a 2-1 game. So I'm going to take the over two and a half goals for my uh, for my total this week. Um, another team that I was looking at, uh, again, that, that you know, I, I thought about them for the, for the money line um, going to sporting this week, and this is going to be your total. Yeah, look, I mean, obviously the number isn't uh, plus 200 or greater. Otherwise, we would be going with this for the dog. Because yeah. um, they're only plus 150, 155, I think. Um, Sporting Kansas City been one of the worst teams in the league, and their season is officially over because they just yeah. lost on the road in Open Cup. They have to go to Sacramento midweek, uh, and then they're playing on Saturday at home. This is going to be a heavily rotated squad. Even though, look, it may not be because who cares? Like they don't really <laughs> need to be resting players or not resting players, or whatever. Uh, but look, I think this. The spirits, the spirits been pretty down in in, uh, in Kansas City, and we're gonna go with Austin over one and a half goals, uh, like it. plus one fifteen. Obviously, Austin's one of the better teams in the league. Sporting Kansas City is maybe the worst team. Them in DC, uh, and again, look, they have to, they have to fly midweek, and they're I mean they know their season's over, so I don't think they're gonna be very uh, very jacked for this game. I'll say so. Uh, Austin's gonna put a couple on them. Yeah, and Austin really hasn't struggled to score goals this year on the road. Like they they put three past Colorado, they put three past Atlanta. Pro- should have had a couple against Dallas. Like they they're not a team. They have, they have twenty goals in, in twelve road games. They're yeah, they're a team that when they go on the a lot of teams will kind of play a different style and bunker in like you saw. And sometimes it works like Dallas and, and Salt Lake last weekend. But um, Austin is not that kind of team and. Austin is just one of those teams that is very good at punishing bad teams. Um, so yeah, I, I was, I, I like this in the sense of just in case there's a two, two weird game here, you get that over and you hit the bet whether they win or not. So, um, you know, I, uh, I like that there, uh, going to the goal scorers now, which we've been pretty hot on in general. Um, I, we've got LAFC playing Seattle tonight. Um, really looking forward to this game. Get back from, get back from Chicago to Dallas. Nice little, what is it? Great. 11:20 Eastern time. Yeah, it, this Pretty is going to be some serious, job, serious, yeah, late night serious late <laughs> night. It's going to be after midnight when this game is over. Um, my goal. So I'm going to. It's going to be after one for me. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's hey, but it's Saturday. It's Friday night. You can. Oh uh, uh, yeah, definitely. So I am looking at uh, actually for LAFC going, I say off the beaten path. It's not really off the beaten path, but I'm going with Jose Cifuentes. Um, he is coming in at plus 195, almost, almost plus 200 here. Uh, Cifuentes, he's been, re- you know, we, we think about Vela, although Vela hasn't really been scoring goals lately, but you think about Bale, which I still don't think they're going to start Bale yet. I think they'll probably give him another week or two. Um, it, you know, he's getting close, but Cifuentes in midfield, it's like, the teams are game planning to stop these other players, Arango and, and Vela, and Cifuentes is feeding off of it. Um, he's one of the best midfielders in the league this year, scoring goals for midfield. He scored three goals in his last three games, but also the underlying numbers show his XG is over at least 0.5 in his last three games. Like he's creating chances. He's getting the opportunities. It wasn't just a, a couple of fluke goals. So at plus almost plus 200, I really like this number here. I think, um, you know, he's going to be coming up deep from midfield. The Seattle defense has been okay, but I think this is going to be a high scoring game that the total is set over under is at three. Um, and um, I will say, by the way, I'm not ever betting against LAFC anymore. 
but Seattle at plus 460, like, yeah, I know that's that's a little crazy. I, I thought about it, but they burned me too much this year. I'm I might look at a Seattle plus one goal or something like that, or even if they lose by a goal, you you know you get the you get the push. But anyways, uh, Cifuentes is going to be the play this week plus one ninety five. Ben, you hit your uh, you know we talked about Toronto earlier. You hit your goal score again last week. Um, you're, you're you're going to TFC to uh, one of the Italianos. Yeah, look, I mean New England has given up a lot of goals yep. uh, recently. Not the last except last team, week when I bet on them, except last week. Uh, but recently they've given up a lot of goals. And we're just going to go with, you know, the player who is, uh, you know, maybe the best player in the league, you know, hasn't really, you know, he's only played a game so far, but based on pedigree, based on uh, his last couple of years of work, uh, and we're going to get him a plus 260. What is going on? How is that a real number? Insigne for plus 260? That's crazy. I don't get it. I think I think uh, with the book I was looking at had Justin Rennick with a better chance of uh, (laughs) better. Like what? Like what? What are we doing? Yeah. So we're going plus two sixty. Lorenzo Insigne. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. These bets are like I might have to start putting a lot of money on these because this is getting ridiculous. I mean, yeah, it's, and, and again, I saw like, for instance, I wasn't going to bet Cucho Hernandez for the third week in a row, but he was over plus 200 against Charlotte, which. Oh my God. It's, it's crazy. Like it, these, these numbers are just not right. Retail. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously with goal scores and you wonder like who's taking the PKs for Toronto, you would think it would be Insigne. Insigne took the PKs for Napoli. So it's like, you would think if there's a PK, you have that extra buffer, which we always like. Yeah adding in the, the, you know, the penalty kick taker there. He's a free kick taker as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to tell that with the one with you as well. So um, we, uh, we're, we, we won last week. We're going to try and make it another winning week for you guys. Big weekend of MLS starting off tonight. Um, so we will wrap it up there. Thanks, Ben. Good luck with your picks this week. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll catch you next time on bet MLS.